Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Four Seasons bride Abby Perlmutter about her wedding at the Four Seasons at Walt Disney World Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose the package that she chose for her wedding and how she planned it and how everything turned out. Welcome, Abby. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you guys decided to have the serendipity package wedding at the Four Seasons. Choosing Four Seasons was difficult because we looked at so many venues and our whole theme was Beauty and the Beast. So it had to have the right entrance and it was extremely difficult to find the right fit for us because Dave and I kind of wanted to recreate the staircase scene where they're coming from one one end and meeting in the middle and walking down the staircase together. So we had to find some place that was going to be able to allow us to do whether or not it be with a staircase or not, but have that entrance feel of walking in from separate ends and kind of walking down the aisle together. So when we met with Sasha at Four Seasons and I saw the staircase, I was automatically in awe and ooh, and it was like, oh, that staircase is absolutely perfect. Not that we use the staircase for that reason, but (laughs) that was one of the main reasons why I fell in love with the Four Seasons. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and that chandelier in that staircase is amazing. And the hidden Mickeys all over the railing and the hidden Mickeys downstairs and there's just, there's hidden Mickeys everywhere on property. That's cool. Okay, so how did your friends and family react when you told them that you were getting married at the Four Seasons at Walt Disney World? I guess I got the reaction that everybody else pretty much gets. Like, don't you have anything better to do with your money? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you not already head over heels in love with Disney? I mean, you've moved to Orlando. You now go to Disney almost every day. Do you really need to get married in Walt Disney World? Can't you find someplace else that you could save a whole ton of money? No. It had to be a Disney wedding. That's funny because what they don't realize is that sometimes the Four Seasons is actually cheaper than having a Disney's fairy tale wedding, and you get this amazing service and all kinds of things included. So that's funny that I guess it just sounds expensive. That's what we were hoping for, but honestly, it probably was about as much as I mean, I probably could have done a wishes wedding the same way. <laughs> Not that I realized that at the time. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, first, I'd love to know how many guests you invited and how many made the trip. We invited, I want to say almost, well, it was close to 65 people. By the time the actual wedding happened because of accidents and all this and all that, we probably wound up with about 31, I believe. Okay. And how far were people traveling to your wedding? My sister came down from New York. That's probably the furthest. 
everybody else pretty much came up from Miami, and we had his dad, which who lives in Alabama. Okay. All right. Great. So how did you choose the Serendipity Collection? I guess for my listeners who are unfamiliar with the Four Seasons, and I do have a couple of podcasts about what they offer there, they are priced more like a hotel wedding where they have different levels. All the weddings get the same amenities like a place to get ready and the chairs and everything, but then you pick different menus that change the price points. So how did you guys decide on the Serendipity Collection? That's funny because originally when Dave and I were looking at our weddings, we wanted a buffet. We figured that it was more for your money and that, you know, that um, it was also going to be the cheap way to go. With Four Seasons, it's the opposite. You pay more for a buffet than you do for a sit down, which is how we wound up with Serendipity. The only change that we did make to Serendipity, which upped it a little bit, was that instead of with the Serendipity package, you get one entree choice. We chose to give them an option between chicken and steak. So for us, it was a little bit more money, even though we were doing a head count on our invitations as to which one they wanted. We still had to pay a little bit more for them to order in so much in chicken and so much in the beef. Interesting. Okay. What else came with that collection? You got a salad. You got your cake. And with that, we also got four, four pasta round hors d'oeuvres. An open bar for the cocktail hour with the um, open bar for the reception. The linens came with it, um, napkins, chairs, the shivari chairs, and, and of course the room to get ready. Okay, that's great. So which venues did you choose for your ceremony and your reception? Well, originally we were supposed to have the Queen Palm Room. And last minute, when my final headcount was in, we were able to get moved into the half of the Palm Grand Ballroom. Wow. So it worked out really well for us. And also my cocktail, I was supposed to be outside on the patio of the Queen Ballroom because that's what comes with that room, which we were like really nervous about the heat. And I was so happy when Sasha told me that we can change it to the foyer of the Palm Ballroom. This way then, um, everything was indoors and not half outdoors and half indoors. That's great. And the foyer for the Palm Grand Ballroom, is that the one that has the actual palm trees inside and the glass roof and everything? Correct. That's beautiful. And then where was your ceremony? My ceremony was outside on the spa lawn, um, overlooking the adult pool. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it really was. And it was also a great night for it because right after that, it started to rain. (laughs) (laughs) So thank God the rain held out just a little bit. That's wonderful. Did you use the Four Seasons recommended vendors for floral and photography or did you find your own? We found our own only because we were on such a tight budget with me already going over budget on the venue because originally he's like, oh, by the way, you only have $7,500 for the entire wedding. And I looked at him and said, what? I said, "Um, yeah, okay. And then, like, when we started looking around and after we looked around and we decided that we couldn't use the first venue, he goes, okay, fine, here's 10. And then I found Four Seasons and I looked and I looked at him and said, I need a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, that little bit more turned into a lot more and I thought he was going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked about earlier how you were looking for that Beauty and the Beast entrance and the staircase. How did you end up incorporating that? We were able to take lots and lots of pictures on that staircase over by the Queen Spa lawn. There is an entrance that comes out 
to one walkway and an entrance that comes out to the other walkway that kind of separates the lawn on both sides. So we were able to use both those doors and then come down. They have like little stairs that come down t into the lawn. And so we were able to come down those stairs and come up to the pool, which was really nice. So we still got our entrance. Do you have any recommendations of vendors you used? Gosh, I don't think that Dave and I would recommend any of our vendors, to be honest. Interesting. Tell me more about that. We didn't really get what we wanted. The florist could not, by the time our wedding came about, my parents didn't, my mother's, where my mother and his mother couldn't even use their corsage. The flowers didn't come out. I wanted Cascade. They didn't come out Cascade. They didn't really hold up very well in the weather. So, and then there was so much mix-up with my wedding. Okay, with Four Seasons, you have to hire an outside wedding planner for the day of to handle all of the non-venue items, like setting up the, the ceremony, making sure the, the bridesmaids are ready and stuff like that. And my wedding planner just was not on the ball, and so a lot of things got dropped. Interesting. Was your photography good at least? No. Oh, no. <laughs> my photographer, oh, my God. <laughs> We're actually looking really forward to a resort shoot because there's a lot of pictures that we should have had taken that weren't. As a matter of fact, out of 700 pictures that we did get, a lot of them are five or six duplicates. Uh. So it's like, okay, well, that's great. I already seen that picture about nine times. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Did you have any other events that you did around the wedding, like a welcome party or a fireworks party or anything like that? We didn't, only because I really wanted the day before for relaxation. I had a couple of my girlfriends come up early, and we went to the pool and had a couple of drinks and laid around the lazy river. And then I took my kids, my girls anyway, to dinner that night at the Four Seasons, and we kind of just hung around and had a girls sleepover at the Four Seasons, which was absolutely gorgeous because I had no idea that they upgraded our room the night before. We were supposed to have a standard room just to lounge around in and hang out. And when we got there, they're like, oh, no, your room's not ready yet. And I was like, okay. I said, well, we'll be at the pool. And she's like, that's fine. She goes, we have all your luggage. We'll take it up to the room when it's ready. And when we went to go check in, we walked into a one-bedroom suite overlooking the fireworks of Magic Kingdom. Wow. Yeah, it was absolutely stunning. It was a stunning, stunning, stunning room. I did not want to leave. I was like, oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was. It was so pretty. So then the next day for your wedding, can you give a basic timeline of how the day ran? We got up probably about 8 in the morning. I took the girls to go to breakfast, which they were so happy about just being in the hotel that they pretty much ran around in their pajamas. <laughs> um, they did. They got to go to breakfast in their pajamas. We had hair and makeup started at 10.30. We started pictures at 2.30 of the getting ready pictures because there was certain getting ready pictures that I wanted that I have to say that I absolutely did get. Thank God. My five-year-old is in my dress and in my shoes prior to her getting dressed, which was absolutely gorgeous. Like, those pictures are just amazing. <laughs> my dress hanging up and then, you know, just just the girls all getting ready and before they put on their dresses, after they put on their dresses and some really cool shots of just the wedding party just getting ready. There's a really cool shot of um, Dave and I did not see each other until the first look. So we did the first look picture at three o'clock in the afternoon so that we can do all the family pictures 
prior to the cocktail hour because we did things a little bit different. We did the cocktail hour prior to the ceremony. Interesting. So that we can get all the pictures and everything out of the way and this when nobody would see me. So comes cocktail hour, I pretty much hung out in the room and kind of relaxed. And in a way, I kind of regret that a little bit only because there's still some pictures that I wish I would have taken that Dave and I probably could have snuck away and took. But again, I just didn't want to be seen until the ceremony. So we then, from there, I went upstairs, relaxed a little bit, hung out. They brought me up a couple of cocktails. And then the ceremony started about 7.15 at night. It was supposed to start at 7, but it ran a little bit late. And that went on for about 20, 25 minutes. And then everybody um, entered into the grand ballroom. And we made the whole bridal party entrance and then the first dance and just your basic reception timeline. That's awesome. Did you add Disney characters? We did not, only because by the time I got done with my budget, it was like that was the one thing that I had to cut. I was able to, almost had them because we were going to order Bell. Mm-hmm is who we wanted to come in and beast. We did not need a backdrop there, which would have been perfect. But yeah, so we did not have characters. However, the service staff really went well and beyond because they folded our napkins like the rose in Be Our Guest. Ah. And we had the the gray stuff on the side of the cake. <laughs> That's great. Because you can't have Beauty and the Beast without the gray stuff. <laughs> and the servers went ahead and did um, the whole Be Our Guest entrance when they started serving the salad. So they kind of intertwined the tables and all dropped at like one table all at once. Wow. And that was really cool. And my guests were like really pleased with that. They were like, oh my God, that's like so cool. We haven't seen that. So it was cool. That's really neat. So what were the most important aspects of the wedding when you were planning where you focused your time or your budget? I really focused it on the venue. That was really my main focus was that we had that whole Beauty and the Beast theme. I wish I would have focused it not so much on the venue and maybe downplayed it a lot more on the wedding planner and the florist and the little odds and ends that you just don't think about until the very end. Interesting. Okay, good tip. And then were there any aspects that were less important to you where you saved some money and effort? The less important things pretty much were the were the favors. I don't really think that we really skimped out on anything. I mean, we had cute little candles that were etched in with Beauty and the Beast and Taylor's Oldest Time and then our names on the back of them. I don't really think there's really anything that I can say that we've actually missed out on or that I forgot and I was so worried because I kept on saying, I think I'm forgetting something. I think I'm forgetting something. And I, that day, I don't think I forgot anything. Oh. Except for the fact that the wedding planner did forget the emergency kit. Oh, and did you need it? <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, um, my stepdaughter had a mishap with her dress. And yeah, so we had, thank God we had another dress with us during reception that she was able to change into. But then it just didn't match the whole decor and it kind of like threw everything off a little bit. But thank God it was towards the end of the night. Interesting. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? It had to be the look on David's face during the first look. It really was. I mean, he was just odd and just so sentimental at that point. So I think that really was like one of like our favorite parts. There's a lot of things that him and I, like, again, we just absolutely picked the right spot over by the lake to do it. And it was just absolutely perfect. That's wonderful. So did anything go wrong or not turn out like you expected? 
<laughs> There's a lot of things that went wrong that turned out like we did not expect. Okay. So I thought I lost our marriage license. Oh. Yes, exactly. And the wedding planner did not tell me that she found it in one of the bags that I gave her. <laughs> and so the whole time Dave and I are walking into ceremony, we're sitting here going to each other, how are we getting married? We don't have a marriage license. Oh. I can't find it. And so the look on my face was kind of like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even know if this is it. Like, we had no idea until the next day that we were even legally married. Because oh. I texted her, and I'm like, by the way, whatever happened to the marriage license? And she goes, oh, I gave it to the rabbi. It's okay. He mailed it in. And I'm like, well, thanks for letting us know. Oh, but And did you sign it? We... We did not, we didn't, it was not witnessed. I mean, it was signed prior. It wasn't, we, yeah, it was really interesting, the whole thing. And the court signed off on it when I got it back. And I was like, okay, I guess we really are married. Because it's funny, because we kept on saying for days, I don't even know if we were married. <laughs> I'm like, we just went through this whole big ceremony. We have no idea if we're even married. So that was one mishap. And then my other mishap was that, um, she didn't understand how I wanted the the girls and the guys to come out the same door together. She had them walk out single file. Oh. I'm like, okay, this looks really weird and there's nothing I can do about it at this very moment. So I'm just going to let it go. That was really, I think, like the most, those two are the biggest mishaps. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was. And then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? The kids. We honestly did not think that the kids was going to behave. We really thought they were going to ruin the wedding. <laughs> we were so worried about like attitudes flying and and this one wanted this and this one wanted that. And, and the kids were just so well behaved. I was like, oh my God, I was like, you guys are incredible. Like, out of all days, thank you for not ruining my day. Because <laughs> that's the one thing that we were, like, worried about. And, of course, everybody praised my five-year-old because, and I told everybody ahead of time, whatever she wants, just give it to her because I really <laughs> don't want her to ruin the day. So, and she was perfect. She did not whine. She didn't cry. She didn't act. She, whatever she wanted, she did. And everybody pretty much just went with the flow of her. Oh, that's good. So you talked a little bit about the trouble with the vendors. Was there anything else you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Try not to be on such a tight budget. Because with us and like having four kids and waiting 10 years to get married, we were on such a tight budget that I needed vendors that were willing to work with a payment plan. Had I not needed that, I think I would have went with better vendors because skimping out on little details like that can absolutely ruin the day. Interesting. Okay, that's good advice. Do you have any other tips or advice for those who are considering getting married at the Four Seasons? Try to use their recommended vendors, <laughs> <laughs> if possible. Um, I know that sometimes there's, some of them can be somewhat over the top and out of budget, but they're recommended vendors for a reason. Good point. And we now, we now know that. <laughs> <laughs> good point. So is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? My Facebook page, they can always email me or message me, and I can absolutely definitely shoot them over videos and, and pictures. Okay, great. And I'll put some of those in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Oh, awesome. 
Well, Abby, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering the Four Seasons, and especially those who maybe are on a budget and they're not sure about which vendors to pick. So I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, awesome. Thanks for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>